Shvius Perik Yud Mishnaches Tenet. We just discussed the notion of Prusbol that there's a workaround where loans, for whatever reason, may not be released after Shvius. But that's certainly not the Torah setup. The Torah setup is that at the very end of the seventh year, um, as the clock strikes Shkia at the last day of the Shemitah year, all loans are forgiven, as we said in the beginning of the parak. The question here in our mission is, what happens if after the loans have been released, the borrower still wants to return money that he borrowed from the lender? So the Mishnah says, Hamachazir chov v'shviyas. If one wants to return and repay the balance he took after shviyas, now, b'shviyas literally would mean on shviyas, but that's impossible. It means... <clears throat> After the Shemitah year is, is completed, meaning we're now in the beginning of the eighth year, and the loans have been formally released by the Torah. Um, so it doesn't mean Shviyas literally, and in fact, if you look in Devarim 31.10, you'll see that the Torah does refer to the beginning of the eighth year in the context of Hakel as Shviyas. So we're talking here about one who wants to repay once the seventh year is over and the eighth year has begun. Yomer Lo, the lender must say to the borrower, I have relinquished the loan. I released the loan, and there's nothing more to repay. If, however, the borrower says, nevertheless, I want to give back money. I don't want to, uh, you know, keep what, what uh, wasn't originally mine. Then Then the lender is permitted to receive money back from the borrower. Now, it has to be, it has to be that the borrower not only understands that he's giving this back not as a repayment of loan, because the loan is gone, but rather simply as a gift, a return of money that's in the Torah's gift, in the pathway of just, you know, it's a gift. Uh, and so much so that actually he has to be explicit. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch Poskim say that the, the lender has to wait until the borrower says explicitly, this is a gift that I'm giving to you, not a repayment of the loan, uh, before he is entitled to accept um, that money. Um, interestingly, the Barthenor speaks out that um, when the lender says that um, you don't need to repay me because the loan's been released, he is even allowed um, to have his hand stretched out to accept the, the cash that's being offered. So he has to, he, the lender, has to put the borrower notice that the loan has been relinquished, and there's nothing more to talk about. End of story. Um, but he is he is totally within his rights. The lender is within his rights to to accept money from the borrower, provided the borrower understands that this is just being given in return as a gift. Fine. Um, this is actually based on a pasuk that he needs to speak out um, the fact that it's been relinquished, and he has to respond by saying, "It doesn't matter. I want to give it back to you." Shneimar, as the pasuk says, "Zed Devar Hashmita." This is the let's say the word, the dibor, the speech that is associated with uh, Shemitah, meaning that a person must simply say that it's, I have released this loan and that's all, and that's sufficient. Um, one time is enough, and after that, if the borrower wants to give back the money, he is allowed to, again, provide, of course, that he understands that it's a gift. Now, Kiyotsubo, the similar, a similar principle applies in a totally different, unrelated um, context. We're talking here about an accidental murderer. Um, the halachas of this is a little involved, and we'll discuss it in Makos Bez Hashem, but in short, uh, if a person kills um, inadvertently with some degree of negligence, 
Um, so it's sort of a middle case. He wasn't totally, uh, he, he wasn't willful in killing. The murderer wasn't, didn't kill intentionally, um, but also um, it wasn't a total freak accident that could never have been avoided. It's somewhere in the middle where the, there was negligence involved. So then the murder, murderer um, is required to go into, into Gullis, to an Irham Miklat, a city of refuge. Um, okay, more on that later, another time. In any case, the point is that if such a person, an inadvertent murderer, um, is in this city of refuge, the question is, what if the people in that city want to give him some kind of honor? They want to give him, they want to call him to an ali in the Torah, something like that. So the Mishnah says, Kiyotzebo, the same principle applies. Rotzeach, if you have a murderer, Shegalala'ir Miklato, that has been exiled to his city of refuge, Veratsu Anshia'ir Lechabdo, and the people of that city want to bestow some honor upon him. Yomer lehem rotzeach ani. He's required to put them on notice that I am a murderer. Amr lo afal If they choose to respond and say, nevertheless, we want to give this honor, then he called mehem. Then he may indeed accept the honor. That's okay. But he must put them on notice. Shne'amar, as the Pasuk says, vizet devar rotzeach. This is the, literally, this is the matter of the murderer, but we are in a darshan devar, it's mean dibor. There's required speech that must come from the accidental murderer. And that speech is um, putting on notice someone who wants to honor him that indeed he is a rotzeach.